2: All right. Monday edition. Another first. I tell you, every week we do this now. This is a first. <laughs> Not only am I at Jesse's house again, because I have internet issues and contractors at my house, which would have been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I'm in bed. I'm in the bed in Jesse's spare bedroom. Spare guest. Is this a guest room? What is this? This
1: is a guest room. Yeah, bro. You, this could be your room. You want that I room? I like
2: it. we were going to record together. It's just the optics. We're moving into the office, it looks like, on Wednesday. I just spoke to the realtor. I'm hoping either way, I'm doing the show Thursday there. No matter how set up we are, won't be much visual anyways. So no, Uh that room's blank. I would like
1: to go ahead and propose this. If you're willing. Right now, we put out the offer. Someone burns down your new house because it's caused nothing but trouble. I would. I'll give out the address as soon as you say, okay.
2: One, two, three, fake street. That was it. Oh god, get the dog. So we do have a guest coming on. There's kind of a cool Steph Curry NFT project coming out. It's actually kind of like a one of. It's the first one I've seen like this that actually caught my attention. So we're going to talk about that for just a few minutes uh, toward the end of the show. Uh kind of a hodgepodge thing too. A couple NFL review. Why don't you do the? Why don't you do your your world famous? Yeah, rundown. I was going to say, well, why don't I do the rundown? Tom Brokaw called me the other day. He's like, dude, sports boy, rundown. Oof. I but thought he said, Tom Brokaw died. Did Tom Peter Brokaw not die? Peter Jennings is he still around?
1: <laughs> Broca. somebody, call, somebody called with, me and said, Tom Brokaw is dead yeah so that's sad that's sad news but his, he was a great man and I'm going to imitate him as we go I don't know the run no okay the rundown here we go NFL update is our big picture today uh that was just it's hard to talk about what happened yesterday but we're going to do our best and we're going to talk about pricing to go along with it uh we're going to talk a little bit about basketball there's a few news things nothing too crazy uh I know we got a lot of really good response on the Prism pricing as far as base not always being the devil. We're going to update that from there. Talk a little bit about Silvers for those who still think base is the devil. Um, We got some new releases coming out Wednesday. Some interesting posts on uh, about Miss in the hobby. We're going to talk about that as well. See what guys think are Miss and what we think are uh, actually Miss. PWCC cards, uh, Pop Century Recap. And the Steph Curry interview with the, the guy who created the NFT. And David our favorite Trub.
2: mailbag. I don't know if he created the NFT. I don't know what his role actually is.
1: I guess he's going to tell us all about it when he comes on for about five to ten minutes. I know minutes, he works so. for
2: Octagon, which is who we're signed with. So that'll be good. Uh, yeah. And the other stuff we'll see as, as time goes. So let's get right into it. Big picture. NFL Man, update. You have not lost a step. I'll tell you.
1: No, you can't throw me off anymore. You lose internet, you get hit by a tornado. Doesn't matter. I am
2: laser focused. 5G is coming to town, though. That's the other reason they said what? internet's been spotty. They said Hendersonville really? is finally on the 5G list. Oh, so.
1: man. For anybody in Hendersonville, you realize how great that is because our internet here is atrocious. 4G is not
2: good. So the kick in the face began. It was a prolonged kick in the mouth. <laughs> it began Saturday night with just an atrocious Patriots game. And it followed 24 hours later with Thomas Edward Brady just looking like a child on the field. I mean, manhandled by the Saints. This has nothing to do with cards, by the way. I don't care about the cards. Okay. But I do a little bit. <laughs> Tom Brady respect. I mean, the Saints own him. It is unbelievable in the regular season how bad he is against that team.
1: I didn't I've never realize seen that like was it. a thing. I didn't know that the Saints and
2: Tom oh. Brady was a thing, but apparently it is. He's 0-4. I think they beat it. Yeah, I, I believe he's lost all four games. Against the Saints since he's been in Tampa Mm -hmm. last year, Um, now he beats them in the playoffs, which counts. But yeah, I mean, brutal and a horrible game for the Bucks in general. I don't know the extent of the injuries, but Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, and I think Davis, their middle linebacker on defense, horrific. Like all, like those are huge names that they need healthy if they're going to make a run out of the NFC.
1: Do you think that rough. Tom Brady's pricing was affected very much, like as no. far as like long term, like nope. just because it wasn't a great game for him as far as how he looked. Um, but you don't think that really has anything
0: to do. No, that's well, a there was an
1: interesting stat. Someone pointed out that last year they lost to the Saints and then he went back and won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying I can tell the future, but if anything, if the if history is going to repeat itself, it could be good for us. Tom Brady
2: fans. Yeah, I mean, here's a difference, right, between two quarterbacks. So Tom Brady market, as it should be, totally unaffected because of a horrific game. I mean, he was brutal to watch. On the flip side, the Mac Jones market took a bit of a hit. Especially, I don't know how much of the market actually took a hit. But it man, guy, guys are rooting for Mac Jones. It is the weirdest thing. First of all, let's just, let's just spell the rumor. Nobody is saying right now Mac Jones is a top 10 quarterback in the league. No one. Anybody who is, I think, is a moron. Uh, he's not but he's probably top 15 range and he's a kid as a rookie to be playing as well as he's played to make as few mistakes as he's made is a great sign. But that's why the other night I just didn't understand all the hate. He looked absolutely horrible in the first half. However, the game had a second half to it. I thought he looked really good. He put him in position, at least in position to get there at the end. Um, Some different coaching calls by Belichick. I don't question him. The guy knows more about football than anybody else in the world. So, you know, kick the field goal, go for it, whatever. I don't care. Mac Jones let him down the field a number of times at the end of the game. But then it was like, well, you know, all you guys were just Mac Jones cards. Time to dump your cards. If you're selling Mac Jones after a horrible game, unless there's a crazy injury. Again, it's just a dumb move financially. There's no reason to do it. I would but say that's the some
1: did, though, because pricing did drop like about Absolutely. a quarter. It was, it was I think when we talked about it last, it was like 450, which was about what those cards came out at when people started getting about their the graded PSA PSA 10s? 10s. Yep. Yep. Uh, and now as of yesterday last one was selling for like 345
2: so I don't f- think that has anything to, and people pointed to that example as a matter of fact that has nothing to do with the game that has to do with the fact that Justin Herbert who is a high pop count of that exact same card and is a better quarterback than Mac Jones is maybe better than he ever will be I don't know his card sells for 325 Mac should not be above Herbert the pop count is growing every single day but this whole freak out sales thing the, the flip side of the coin, too, is the Colts looked unbelievable. Everybody not named Carson Wentz. Carson yeah. Wentz is a. Um, he, he tried as much as he could to give the Patriots the win the other <laughs> night. But Jonathan Taylor, no Thomas, is unbelievable. That's the first time I've watched a full game of his this year. He's ridiculously good. Um, this kind of led to my little segment here. Yeah. Like segment. See it? So I did there? You can do it, too. It's, it's fun, isn't it? All right. So. The contention is, we'll get into some of this too in the hobby myth talk later, but the the overall belief in the hobby, and I think this is very much true, is quarterbacks sell. Quarterbacks, compared to any other position, it's literally like two separate markets. I don't think is a better example of that than Jonathan Taylor. I, I, Justin Jefferson as well, but Jonathan Taylor. The guy, um, I mean, after yesterday's performance, or Saturday, I guess, and Brady's performance last night, he has to be very close I I wish we had the odds to that in Vegas for the MVP right now because I I bet it's super close now. The odds for MVP for MVP for this season. Okay, let me look. My, My point while Jesse's looking that up, though. I don't think most position players are too cheap, although people will see a position player having a great season. You know, guys will point to Justin Jefferson. Oh, he's too cheap. Look at how good he is there's still a huge disconnect with on-the-field production from non-QBs as it relates to their hobby value. There just is. Now, the sentiment is changing. Hey, Ronick, just dropped the, the FanDuel link for you, by the way. Oh, I've got to pull so, it up, too. So the sentiment is changing, but it's just not the case because a lot of these guys, as good as they are, they're never going to catch up to second, even third-rate quarterbacks. What is his? What are his MVP odds right now?
1: What, so what are the FanDuel, top five? So I pulled it up on Vegas Insider, but FanDuel's got it similar but not exact. Um, Give me the FanDuel. I'll do FanDuel because I think they're sponsored. Give me one through uh, five odds. So I don't know how to tell you what that is. I can tell you it's plus a certain number. So Tom who's Brady's number one? plus 160. He's oh, still it? 160. He's still. <laughs> okay, you're not going to like this. He's number one. However, he's tied with another guy. Do you know who that person is? I didn't even hear the first name. I'm sorry. Brady? Tom Brady. Yeah. Number
2: two is it Rodgers? Yeah, they're tied right now. What, what, now where's, to Ta- where's Jonathan Taylor?
1: Uh he is number five. So he's only yeah, he's very close. Uh Patty Mahomes is third. Matt Stafford is
2: four. Oops. Jonathan Taylor is five. What's what is Taylor's odds? So Brady and Mah- Brady and Rogers are plus one sixty. He's minus yep. what? Uh he minus five hundred? No, no,
1: no, not minus. He's still plus. Plus one uh twelve
2: hundred. Oh, I'm sorry, plus plus 12 really yeah so that's ridiculous to me i I don't know how and and how stafford is could be deemed more valuable than taylor right now i would argue the same thing about rogers as a matter of fact he's missed games this year yeah that's weird so this was updated
1: to be fair though this was updated oh they only update this once a week okay so this was updated as of tuesday of last week so okay. this is
2: not taking in. Any- Make a note. We're following up on this one then for sure okay. on Thursday show. Um so so do I want to do this now. I'm not saying this guy should sell like Herbert and Burrow. Generational type talent quarterbacks. Out of the same class though, should obviously outsell a running back no matter how good he is. Here's what I'm interested in. Some Jalen Hurts and some Tua pricing compared to Jonathan Taylor. Do you have any examples apples to apples? Uh yes, I did see your note. I tried to pull some
1: stuff up. So uh, let me see. There is I pulled up Jonathan Taylor's not in card but he is on eBay, of course. Let me look up his. I noticed the one that I had is an actual, it says it's a SP variation. So it's not going to be in line. Cause I got mosaic. Yeah, I just but want straight base.
2: Yeah, for this argument, I just want base because we're not trying to say base is good, bad, whatever. This is just how does this player sell compared to another guy?
1: Okay, so let's see. 2020 Panini Mosaic, true rookie. All right. So it looks like we're good here. This is a base one. For a PSA ten, uh, as of now yesterday, is this? this is Jonathan
2: Taylor. Okay, he sold for eighty three dollars. That's Mosaic PSA ten. Or Mosaic. Prisoner? Yep. Uh, do you have before you tell me the price? Do you have Tua and Jalen Hurts of that same exact card? I do. Are they both selling over a hundred? Uh, not even close. Oh, good. Is Taylor out selling them? Oh yes, by a lot.
1: This is actually
2: amazing to me. I am so happy to see that the sentiment is finally turning. Two years ago, the fourth best quarterback would be far outselling Jonathan Taylor, which would be ridiculous, mm-hmm. all because of the position. So, what a Tua and Hertz selling for? 30, 40 bucks?
1: Uh, so, Tua is leading Hertz. Tua is at 35, and Hertz is about 30.
2: By the way, Tua is playing really well, led him to another win yesterday. Tua should be selling higher than that. But the fact that the hobby is finally starting to uh, maybe we're myth busting things in the next year. Maybe, Ooh. maybe this time next year it is like, hey, should we be leading
1: straight into the myth play, the myth
2: discussion? Is we don't have time. Boost? We got a guest coming on in a minute. Okay. Um, it, did you? Do you have any, another example? I just want to make sure it's not like an outlier.
1: Um, I don't, but I, I mean, give me a minute, and I can get something. Let's see. Um, to uh, let's pull up his. Do, do you care Don if it's Russell the prison, prison base? I mean, sure. Do prison. All right. So I'll do Prism base.
2: Okay, so so let's talk Prism now, just to make sure this isn't an outlier. For Prism, I'm seeing for Jonathan Taylor, PSA 10, again, just base, so we have apples to apples, 200 to 250 in the last three days. Closer to 250 since the game the other night. I know for a fact Tua and Hertz are not above that. Oh, no, they are still relatively 100? low. 100?
1: 120? Not even, a. Not, they're not breaking three digits, bud. Really? Um, Hertz is at 57, and Tua is at 83
2: interesting okay yeah it, this whole is point is, this whole point is moot then I am so glad to see this now burrow and Herbert are still selling over 300 you can pull them up in card ladder surely don't call me Shirley so what what is he selling like compared to those guys I'm wondering because he's the fact that he's passing second and third rate QBs by the way in value was awesome
1: uh so burrow PSA 10 is 300? selling at no 183 he's selling for less than yeah less than jtt really yeah 183 justin herbert now he is selling for more he's at a little over 400
2: how is burrow half the value Were there multiple sales on that burrow uh
1: that was a the burrow is the most recent sale as of yesterday what was um, it be- before that it did have a drop pretty good it was selling
2: for about 217 before that so, so Taylor's on on par with Burrow. Then I'm actually happy to see that. Um, I still, though, here's the only issue I have with this: the guy is still a running back. Statistically, running backs and injuries—it just scares me. And I don't—I I just haven't seen a team go on a big run with a horrible quarterback in a while. Maybe this Colts team is the one that breaks the mold, and they can. And and the AFC, who knows? It's all wide open. So I don't hate the Jonathan Taylor play, but if you're going to make it, you have to make it now. I think this has to be a short-term window or a super long-term. I'm a collector. I'm holding. I'm hanging on forever. Um,
1: I'll say this. The Jake Baker could not be happier with what you're saying right now. He made a comment in the mailbag. It's not a question, so I'll just throw it out. He said, I would like Mike Gio to continue doubting the Bengals when he starts believing or saying nice things about them. They struggle. Please, Mike, keep doing the reverse jinx. Bengals going
2: to the Super Bowl. You're welcome, Jake. (laughs) Uh, The other guy I want to talk about real quick was Tyler Huntley. Backup. He was a rookie last year backup for the Ravens, came in to start because Lamar was injured. I actually watched that game against Green Bay. He played really well. I actually loved him going for two at the end of the game, too. At that point, you know, yeah, made a crazy comeback. The momentum to me, I, I think Green Bay wins if you're going to overtime either way. I like the fact that Harbaugh was like, you know what? We're going for it. Win or lose, this is it right here. I wish he would have just let him run the ball. Crazy spike in his values, though. That's a perfect example of a guy who had very little hype, at all, if any, quite frankly, 2020 rookie. His stuff more than doubled overnight. Everything across the board, and then Jesse was looking him up on one thirty point. The amount, not just the the price, but the amount of sales,
1: absolutely oh insane
2: yeah. in the last twelve hours.
1: Insane, yeah. I, you couldn't even get through an entire page before, yeah, running out of space. Um, it that just shows car- you, though. You know what's good
2: about that? It shows you that oh, the market's dead. Everything's burnt. No, it's not. People are just selective. And the fact that this happens is a great sign. Like, hey, this guy plays out of his played really, really well against one of the best teams. Probably argue the best team in football right now, the Packers. And guess what? His stuff went nuts because he had a good game. I love seeing those momentary spikes. So
1: interesting weekend. I pulled up his 2020 Panini Contenders rookie ticket, uh, card number 273, if anybody's interested. This is ungraded. Uh, Sold for 110 as of yesterday. As of a week or two ago, that card sold for uh, $65. Okay.
2: So, yeah. Here's the thing, though, with Tyler Huntley, not to get into the whole inv- investment, buy, sell, flip, whatever. I think you got to sell this guy right now. There's no I mean, to me, you know, Lamar's coming back. Lamar was a game time decision to play yesterday. So so to me, Tyler Huntley's a guy played exceptional. We're probably not going to see him on the field again uh, on the field again this year. I think that's when you cash out high. All right. Done NFL talk uh, done with NFL talk. I have just like two quick things on the NBA, unless you have something. I know you're a big basketball fan with your height.
1: Oh man, that's,
2: I was always, do you, do you know what position I was whenever I played basketball? Left out.
1: <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> oh my God. It's you so accurate, up, but down, it's baby. so mean. Um, No, I was the guy under the the goal. They just said, don't move. Cause I never got down the whole dribbling and not, so what's I always double dribbled. Um, what's the
2: name of that position then?
1: Rebounder. The guy who, the rebound. Yep.
2: Perfect. Is that? Am so re- speaking of the rebound <laughs> position, some call it the center, but not everybody. Some people just call it the rebounder. Yeah, some people um, don't. Anthony Davis heard a pop. Yes, tell me about a- this.
1: Anthony Davis heard a pop. Uh, bottom line, it is some knee injury. Um, pop goes the nasal. Uh, diagnosed as MCL sprain. I don't know. Do you know what what is MCL sprain? I don't know exactly what that. How long means. is he out? for? It's really the biggest thing here. Biggest question: How long is he out? At least
2: four weeks. That kid cannot stay healthy, man. And that team I doesn't like look that's great. I everybody.
1: Nobody stays healthy anymore. Yeah,
2: but he, his whole career, that's tough. If you're an Anthony Davis guy, hold your stuff. If you're not, I, I've got a couple of his prism, maybe some other small stuff too. I mean, my plan was to hold for the playoffs, so this doesn't really change it. But man, every time he goes down, I'm just like, here we go, Mr. Glass. How, how old is he? Does he have much of a career left? Oh, yeah, he was drafted in 2012, 2013. So he's 28 years old. So he's got some time left. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but at what point does a seven-footer with bad knees, like, does he not have time left? For this purpose, though, I do wonder if in three weeks from now, if he's getting close to the return, if his prices are still dropping. You know, we've seen his market really take off because of how he performs in the postseason. I guess it's something to keep an eye on, but that's it. Like, I'm not saying buy, sell. I want to see how he does and how he rehabs. And is he actually going to be back? Um, That's been a weird team all year. I just feel like they have not got it right yet. The other thing, too, just one other guy I want to talk about real quick, Donovan Mitchell. Do you have his stats for the year by chance? Uh, I've got his card prices. I can get his stats one second. So I know Utah's third in the West, like one of the best records in, in basketball. Um, it, you know, we, we got the question again with this guy. Like, man, why isn't this stuff spiking? Is it, is now a good time to buy? So they're twenty and nine. They're the third seed right now. You know, Mitchell's a great player, but here's where I caution again. Here's where you have to remove on court on court performance. From the card market. Again, I'm strictly talking about the card market now. I think he's great. He's averaging 25 points a game this year. Fantastic. But he did this last year. And they went on a decent playoff run last year. And his market never really took off. So I'm not really sure what he's supposed to do for his market to really take off. Like He's another guy. He's almost to that class now because he plays in the small market. I don't think anybody really, really trusts that team in the playoffs yet. I think at this point, it's like, hey, let's see you beat a good team in the playoffs. And then we'll talk about your values increasing. Well, so he's he was, a guy too. I would just say patience. I wouldn't go crazy with him right now. I mean, is you're talking about his stats like they're really good? I don't know. I mean,
1: maybe I'm wrong. I I don't know, but he's playing really good, and the team's playing really good. This, his stats this year, he's got 25 points per he's averaging 25 points per game. His rebounds are only 3.7. Assists. He's not are a rebounder five. like you. He's not a I rebounder mean, like you. That assist number I, is good, though. That's fair. That's fair. But I just I I compare his pricing to what it was last year. And granted, the market has changed a little bit. In last year, I just thought he was doing, he was performing better. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Let me, actually, I'm looking at the stats right now for last year. Last year's season, um, game, wait, this can't be right. Uh, average points. This thing says 50. Oh, games play. Dude, sometimes these are hard to read. Um, hang oh, on, are they? give me one second. 20, Maybe uh, 26 sometimes. points,
2: 26 yeah, points
1: thing. last yep. year. Um, his assists, he had a little bit better points, a little bit better assists and much better rebounds. He had 4.4 versus 3.7 now in the same year. So are you thinking his pricing should be where it was last year or do you think it's it should be down, but not this far down?
2: I think he is average. I think he is priced where he's supposed to be because we've seen this team do very good in the regular season. And we've seen him not perform in the postseason, not not as they're supposed to be. If you go in as a number one seed, you should be making the Western Conference Finals. We haven't really seen that, so I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't think this team is like gonna. I, I just don't think his pricing does anything until the playoffs at the earliest. So patience with Donovan. Spider's great unless you're in it for the long haul. There's no reason to tie up money. His it is interesting.
1: His silver did pop up a little bit recently his base has been on a steady decline but his silver is all base has yeah exactly but his his silver's popped up about
2: to 900 it was doing like in the mid 700s for a while so okay so speaking of silver so last week we did the chart with from 2012 to 2020 like the pricing of silver base the pops how it relates it was actually kind of interesting segment Uh, i thought it was interesting if you didn't i don't care but i I liked it (laughs) So this week, we said, hey, for the last three years, then, just three years, I want to do the top couple of guys uh, and do their silver, Prism Silver PSA 10 rookies. So who do you have for the... So I'm guessing you started with, what, Luca Trey and... Uh,
1: oh, yeah. What, what? Who's the third one? 2018. Oof. De'Aaron Fox? No. Shy. Shy... Oh, Gilchrist. Okay. Yeah. That's
2: fair. SGA.
1: Um. So, overall... Luca obviously is outperforming all of them. It actually goes in that order. Luca, Trey shy, as far as pricing so Trey is only like a thousand bucks. Uh, Trey is a little over that, but yeah, he's doing about 1200, 11 $1, to 1200. Um, okay. what's the pop on Trey. So Trey also has about half the pop of Luca. He's looking at close to 11,000, which is crazy that the silvers are at 11,000 PSA tens. Um, there's 11,000 silver trays? Oh, you know what? I didn't realize they put pop counts for both base and silver. Okay. Yeah. They tried to get me on that one. No, no, no. Okay, so this makes more sense. I was I was going to say that seems so I was going to say 1500. Uh, 21. 2100. Not terrible. Okay. Yeah. So so 20% of the amount of base. It's actually Maybe, good. You know, people keep saying how base is the devil and I get it because it's so high. These numbers though are still attainable. I feel like this should be like the new standard as far as like, we always say base because it's so easy to pull up. Everybody's got it, but doesn't
2: everybody have silvers too? I mean, here's the thing that's nice about base though. You start talking about PSA 10 silvers. You're really pricing people out. Like it's, it's expensive.
1: I see. Okay. That's yeah, why like, I don't even fair. mind
2: talking base raw stuff. Cause you can get people in, you know, for 20, 30 bucks a card. Okay. So he's, uh, and honestly, he is closer to a thousand bucks in the last couple of days since this report was sent. Cause I've yeah, watched him pricing. Low. So a thousand bucks, 2100 for a pop. What is SGA? Like 500? Um, he 400?
1: is actually right at 500. 510,
2: 490. Yep. Okay. Popcorn? Uh, 487, much lower. Yeah, I think people probably held off on sending this guy in too. That's the difference there. And then Luca, see, Lucas had topped out at, the, at some point during this last crazy high streak we had earlier in the year, like $9,000. Is Luca doing 3500 Are you looking at the report? I mean, honestly, you can just say it. It's not I a big deal it. if you're looking. No, I don't look at it. I don't care. Is it 3500? Yeah, it's exactly 3500. Again, but I see these pop up on Facebook all the time. What's the pop on him? 1000? Uh, pop is 2000. So
1: he's just a little less than Trey.
2: Man. So the pop on his base is 20,000. The pop on his silver, you're talking 10% of the amount. That's why I don't subscribe to this thought that hey, base was first, but silvers are next. Everything has to be numbered now. Clearly not the case. Look at the numbers. Um, all right, go to the next year. So the next year, you got Zion, Ja. Well, just real quick. Do you
1: think, is is Trey undervalued or Luka overvalued? Or do you think they are
2: appropriately priced? I mean, we got to see Luka to keep and maintain those type of pricing. Not only do we have to see him back, he's another guy. We got to see postseason success. And then for Trey, you know, they just had a bad start to the season. They're under 500. They're just not playing good. Although last year, they won a great regular season team. And then they went off. So if I had to buy, gun to my head, I have to buy one of those two guys with the intent of selling it in the next six months, I'd probably go Trey. Yep. And then SGA is weird because, you know, again, that team, I I could be totally wrong about that team. I just don't think they're going anywhere. They have the worst, the third worst record in all of basketball. When the Pelicans have won more games than you, you're terrible. So I don't like SGA for that reason, just for the win-loss. Now, if he gets traded somewhere to a relevant team, I would buy him up immediately because it'd be crazy spikes in pricing off the bat. But out of those three, I would go Trey. I would say Luke, uh,
1: Trey is outperforming as far as stat wise goes. Uh, Luca, he's second for
2: points. Um, yeah, third he's in assists. Yep. You got to start winning games. That's what people need to see at this point from him. All right. So 2019, 2020 You got Zion Ja. Is it, is RJ the third there? Uh, Zion Ja And no, it is. You, you want another guess? Tyler. He's,
1: yeah, there he is. Okay. Yep,
2: the hero. So Zion's PSA tens, man, two uh, thousand
1: dollars, eighteen hundred to two thousand. Yeah, one of the oh. last three sold was two thousand.
2: What's the pop on him compared to Luca now? So Luca and Trey were twenty one hundred. What's Zion? Uh, actually, surprisingly less. I actually, I, I would have thought there'd be more at this point. Um, right.
1: Thirteen, about fourteen hundred. Interesting. Okay, what's Ja Morant? Twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Jaws doing about 13 to 1400 right now for his silvers, and he's
2: pop, his pop count is pretty close to Zion. He's about 1200. Okay. And then what's Tyler at? He's the one I don't have any get. I, I mean, I would guess $500, but I really don't know. You could tell me it's way high, way low. I wouldn't be surprised. You would be doing
1: Tyler a great service if he was 500. He he's is doing roughly $300 on average over the last three sales. And what's that pop? 730.
2: So he's selling for half a jaw. I'll be honest with you, I'd buy Tyler. I think Miami goes way deeper than any of those other two teams. Either. I mean, the Pelicans aren't making the playoffs. What are we talking about? I would buy Tyler Hero at that price. $300 for a PSA 10 silver? And Miami's dangerous. That's a team nobody wants to mess with in the, in the East in the first two rounds if you can avoid them. I'd buy Hero. And I think Hero's a, a prolific scorer at times, which is just enough to boost his market. Um, here's the crazy outlier, though. Now let's just briefly, because I'm getting bored with this. Too many numbers. 2020 is the weird one. I think all these guys, I I haven't looked at the 2020 side. They're all going to be sales right now because they're stupid high. Got to be Edwards, LaMelo, and Cole.
1: Hang on, on. one one second. I just have to go back for a second. Why did you not make any comment about Zion's pricing
2: being like so much better than Job Morant's? I'm just surprised. he, He came in with so much hype. And we've seen him play, like I said, the last month of the season last year, that point Zion, we saw like a crazy, his ceiling is higher than Jaws. So you hold
1: out hope for Zion.
2: I, I do. I'm it's also, it. yeah, because we've seen it. The tough thing is, are we ever going to see it again? Yeah. Okay. You know, All I right. mean, how many 500 pounders at Duncan basketballs? I don't know. <laughs> you never know. And honestly, too, I just, I, the health, that just scares me. So, I, yeah, you know me. I'm super heavy invested in him. Um, I'm just holding to see if he comes back. But I think that shows you the mentality of the market in general. The fact that his pricing is still higher than Ja, I think it's kind of like, hey, yeah, we know there's all these reasons you shouldn't be investing in Zion. But at the same time, I think there's this underlying thought process. Like if dude comes back for 12 straight games and averages 30, maybe his market takes off momentarily. And I will be out completely at that point. I I won't mess around with him again.
1: He's not been completely written off. All right. 2020. Who did you have? You said LaMelo, Edwards. Anthony Edwards, LaMelo, and I. Cole Beasley? Nope. It should be. Wiseman? Nope. I'll tell you, you and uh, Billy Boy, Mr. Bill Simmons, talked a lot about him because I tried to Google him and I couldn't spell his name right. Billy Boy? I don't know. Who is it?
2: Tyrese Maxey. Oh, Maxey. Okay. Interesting. Over Cole Beasley. Okay. Over, uh, not Cole Beasley, Cole Anthony. So... Just give me the three pop counts for these guys because it's, I guarantee it's crazy low. Like 300. <laughs> Surprisingly, who do you think has the
1: most pop count? LaMelo. By a far margin, Anthony Edwards has more, but it's, it's still relatively low numbers. 304 for Anthony Edwards, only 58 for LaMelo. Kind of surprising. And what's Maxi? Uh, Maxi um, is nine. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's the thing. What's Maxi selling for? Uh he's doing about five hundred dollars. Oh, so that is actually worth sending the PSA right now if you think it'll 10. I think that's probably why people held off though. What's the market like when I get this thing back? Yeah. So Maxi scares the Maxi should not be outselling Tyler Hero. And once those pops start hitting, he will not be.
1: Yeah. Oh, what, oh I guarantee.
2: But LaMelo.
1: What's again, really interesting about two with Anthony Edwards though, with that pop count silver 304? I'm gonna double check this to make sure this is right. His popcorn is actually more than his uh, his base. That but makes sense bec- because a lot of people weren't spending the money. value,
2: but it's just well, like and because people weren't spending the money to send the base in. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Because so, but it's just weird. He the he's got to be selling. The, he's got to be selling the highest now, right, Edwards?
1: Uh no, 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 no. That's so. Oh. That's what's interesting. That's why I thought there would be a lot more lamelo. Lamelo is the only one who can hold a torch to Luca. Um, he's doing about. 3,800 to 4,000 right now.
2: But a pop um, count he's actually, in the 50s. That, that yeah, kind of exactly. makes sense. Uh, what's Edwards doing? Three grand? Uh, Edwards is doing
1: $1,200. What? I mean, there's a lot more of them. There's about what? Yeah, six there's times 300.
2: More? How is How is Zion outselling him by 50%?
1: Maybe the market's already reacting to the fact that there are six times more. And, you know, like one place,
2: first to second place. That can be a big price jump. But Edwards' team is playing well finally, which I never thought I'd say about the Timberwolves. I mean, they're 500. They're the eighth seed right now, and he's playing out of his mind. I hate to say this. I don't think that's a bad buy. LaMelo, to me, is a sale because you know the pop count's coming up. I'm not touching Tyrese Maxey for more than Tyler Hero. Uh, I don't think they're bad cards, but I just think of the current values. But Edwards selling for the same as Ja and for $600 less than Zion? That's a weird number. I, I, yeah, that's funny. Okay, anyways, it just kind of gives you just just kind of the comparison there was silver to, to base, just to kind of give people a general idea. So I
1: do think though that one of the reasons why you don't see more of the uh, the silvers or it could be one of the reasons is they guys have been primarily sending in his base stuff because he does have four hundred and thirty eight PSA ten base cards. So I don't know if that's what the deal is why, but. There's so many more of those because, I mean, Anthony Edwards, he only has 100 base cards graded. I don't know what the comparison is, but there's something there.
2: Yeah, that is strange. I'm just surprised he's that cheap with that low of a pop. It's surprising. Very weird. Uh, Some of these things I don't want to talk about, I'll be honest with you. As the show drags on, I have no interest. Real quick then, release calendar. Tomorrow. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yep, yep, yep.
1: I... Every time you like not every time you come over here twice, I feel like the days you come over here, it's less fun. Like you're I don't feel like you're having fun. And granted, not you're not in your environment. You're not in your I know you're in a you're in a bed right now. That's not your native <laughs> habitat. That for me, like son, of my I'd eyes. be singing and dancing. If I was laying yeah. in a bed right now doing a podcast, I'm like, Last forget Last time you dance, you broke your wrist. But OK, <laughs> that's your wife's fault. She pushed me. Um, But yeah, I just I just want to tell the people this is. If this is your first tune in, Mike is usually a very jovial. We're having a fun time. So,
2: you know, pep it up. That's your advice. That's that's sports advice. Ronick, scrap the last 80 minutes. We're going here. It's go go time. We're starting (laughs) this thing over. Monday edition. (laughs) That's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) That's what everybody wants to hear. You know what I'm excited about? Release calendar. I'm pumped. Oh, my goodness. I knew you would be. I'm getting prices as you speak. Keep going. 2021 Immaculate UFC first year panini has released this one i think this is going to kind of have a prism effect to it inaugural year first time you're seeing like really crazy nice patch autos of some of this stuff what's it going for a box what's the breakdown
1: okay so i didn't know you were going to do immaculate first i'm now pulling that one up all right what you want want. No, no no i got it right here hobby box uh to come out on the 31st wait you said it comes out this wednesday didn't you Panini Immaculate UFC. I thought it was the 21st. Ah, 31st, my friend. 31st. We're not talking about it. Next. Never mind. Forget it. We'll talk about it later.
2: Um, Okay, so then then on the 22nd, so this Wednesday, Don Russ soccer and Topps Dynasty baseball. All right. I I don't know anything about soccer. Give people the breakdown. Then we can move on. I have no opinion on it.
1: You have no opinion on the soccer one. Okay, it's expensive.
2: It's Don Russ. It's weird.
1: All right. Well, that being said, this is 2021-2022. It does release on the 22nd, so not the 21st, but that's okay. Um, I said that. Oh, you're the 21st,
2: my bad. Then $700 a box. What's the So obviously the the huge breakdown here which is the craziest thing in the world, grading huge name base cards fast. Be the first one out the door, see if you can get that catch that Mac Jones type, you know, catch there. Um I don't know what to do with that. I don't know if that's good, bad, ugly. I have no clue. But there you get 700 bucks a box. Comes okay. out Wednesday. All right. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, um. But now Dynasty Baseball is something I'm very familiar with. The only problem with Dynasty Baseball is the price. So for those not familiar, you open the box. It has one encased patch auto card. They look awesome. The checklist is a little bit too big because you get some real crap names for the price point. But there's some awesome names. Uh, you can also get crazy like nice one-on-one cut autos of some... You know, deceased hall of famers that go for huge money. Here's the problem: what is the price of this retailing for right now? <laughs> I was gonna I'm gonna say, guess. The problem is the price. I gotta guess. Is it uh, is it 450 a box?
1: 450. Oh, you know what? Hang on. I've got the case pulled up. Let me get this box price. Um, box is forfeit new. Is 450 good or is that bad? Because it only goes higher than that. Oh, it's yeah,
2: that's what I mean. Oh. It's 550. Here's the problem with that. Yes, it's awesome stuff, but so many people are gonna pull a Mark McGuire, which if you hit that normally, you'd be like, okay, cool. And it's gonna sell for $125. At $550 a box, I guess Griffey sells for that. Jeter probably. Um, like, what are you supposed to hit? That that's the issue I have with this. And it's one card. So it's not like other products where you can buy it. Like Don Russ. okay, it's $700 a box. But you're going to get 15 cards that potentially you could grade with SGC for cheaper stuff or PSA if it's big enough. And even if you don't get like that one big hit, you could kind of crawl your way out of debt. With this, it's one and done. You hit a Barry Larkin card, you're going to get $65, <laughs> you're done. There's no redemption here. So this is really for the gamblers. So if you, this is really for guys who are just chasing. It's also just a five-card case. You don't get that many. Um, Oh
1: really? A five card case? Oh yeah,
2: because it's one one pack
1: per box, one card. Okay.
2: Yeah. So like you'll see guys. Like honestly, the one of the only things I would do with this, um, although because it's only a five card case, you're gonna get into case breaks for twenty five hundred dollars roughly. You know. So if you want to take a chance, it's like eighty eight dollars a spot, random teams, thirty spots. The tough thing though, again, just a numbers game. Twenty five guys are gonna skunk, maybe more if a team doubles up. You know, the other option here would be like single box random teams. I don't mind because you get in for 20 bucks or so. Um, single box serial number breaks where you get one randomly assigned serial number, zero through 10. So card 10 of 10 would go to the zero spot. Card nine of 10 would go to the nine spot, eight of 10, eight spot, so on and so forth. I mean, you'll get be able to get into those for like 50 bucks a, a pop. I just, I used to love this product back in the day when it was 250 to 300. And you could actually just hit decent vets and do okay. I just think it's really priced itself out for for at least for singles, for solo boxes. I wouldn't go anywhere near it. What do you think upside potential, though, is? Just just out of curiosity. I'd be state. curious. Does it have like a, on the sales sheet there? Does it say like there's a Ruth cut or a mantle? There's always like some, some huge stuff. The one-on-ones are crazy nice. You know, like the logo patch of Griffey will do a few thousand dollars, probably $5,000. Really?
1: Man. It's just too um, few
2: and far between for me. I hate that I can't hit a really, really nice veteran auto and feel good because I know I got crushed.
1: Yeah, I, it doesn't show the any vintage guys in here off the yeah off the bat, but yeah, it's
2: showing like a Vlad, a Trout. Um, there's a Jeter and a R- Rivera, Mariano Rivera. Yeah, Mariano's awesome. Like any other product, you're happy to hit that. And that product, you just go, you just took a bath. Trout's obviously going to sell way higher. Jeter is going to sell higher, you know. But even Vlad, a Vlad second or whatever this is second year or third year of his dynasty, you're not making your money back on that. That's what's brutal. I just that's why I don't like it for that reason, just for the pricing. Um, but it's a very popular product. I would just be selective how I got into it. Um, uh, there is actually I'm seeing um, Don Mattingly, oof, uh, Pedro gross. Martinez, Roger Clemens, Reggie Jackson. That's what I mean. If you hit those guys in a break, normally you'd be happy, and in a break you'd still do okay. But like if you paid for a team in there, oh, you're getting oh, crushed is, with that. There is a King Griffey in here. Yeah, always. Awesome, and, and Griffey probably outsells the buy-in point. But if you pull a Griffey Ooh, out of that product, you should be a, a double. dope dual auto patch of Trout and Otani. That one would probably do pretty well. That's you, that's probably a few thousand dollars. Awesome, there's some great hits. I just would not mess around with this on personals. And I'd say this, if you're gonna go the personal route, which I think is horrible, honestly, just spend the money and buy a case. At least then you know you're getting the case hit and you're going crazy. Uh, that's a terrible thing usually but if you're gonna do it just go all in and and do it
1: i've got a weird question for you so in your opinion what is what's worth more because i'm seeing in here that there's also a triple auto um with patch set with trout otani and poo holes huge money what does
2: better is does that do better than the just trout and otani you think i would think so and i would rather have that card my personally i think that's awesome
1: but say it's like uh, one of these cards that wasn't, say it wasn't Pooh-hole say it was some lesser person. Oh, then does, it kills it. It does kill it. As yep. far as, e- okay. So the other yep. one would be better. Cool.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's the one good thing, though. In Dynasty, I, I bet the dual and triple autos are all, like, done well. You're not going to have that random person that yeah. like you used to see back right in the early 2000s, so. Okay.
1: man. there are, there's a lot of different things in here, but yeah, I can't
2: imagine. $500, that's a that's a hard hit if you're buying just a straight box. Hey, let's do this. Let's save the Brian Rice, the Hobby Myths thing for Thursday, because just because we have so much content, we haven't got the mailbag. Can we save that for Thursday? Yeah, I, I do like that. I'd like to devote some time to that, though. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, you know what we don't have on here? We we should at least mention uh, Amazon, the Amazon thing we did. Okay, take it away. Cool. Uh, uh, so, anybody <laughs> who did not know, because um, we didn't post anything about it up until like five minutes before we did it. Uh, we Gorilla did a this- Gorilla marketing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazon live is uh, working with us to do have us be the QVC spokesman for the sports section of Amazon live right now. Um Basically, all it was was Mike and I hanging out watching the Titans game just that that was depressing uh, uh, by itself. Uh, but other than that, it was fun because Mike was ripping some packs. I
2: was cooking chicken wings. Jesse Um, was in the kitchen cooking like a maniac. It it was our
1: first time. I I would say for Mike and I's opinion, it was rough. Other people gave us positive feedback. They thought it was fun, Um, but it was just us hanging out, being natural. I mean, just as natural as we are on here, except you could actually see us and you could see me walking around the kitchen uh, trying to feed Mike raw chicken wings. But and then sitting next to me eating. (laughs) It was a bad ass. I took one bite. It wasn't that bad. Last a lifetime for me. I would like to emphasize for anybody who did watch that. I did make a good chicken wing, however, that we did not have time. They needed to go in the broiler to yeah, really however, finish they them, them off. raw. <laughs> no, your wife and my wife both said they were good. I had Crawling in salmonella. After they were cooked more, they were good. So anyways, uh. we're going to do that again probably next Sunday and probably a few Sundays going into the future. So we'll put up more posts. If you guys want to check it out, come hang out. If you want to buy something, feel free. If you don't, just chat.
2: There's live chat in there. So. You can do that, too. Hey, give these people a little talk, too. We were live on Whatnot Friday night. Jesse finally tore into. So he sold the first eight boxes of this case of Pop Century, the Leaf stuff with the Celeb Autos. Yes. Overall thoughts. How would you feel about it? Overall thoughts, I think. I mean,
1: I I was really happy with what we pulled out of there. Like, honestly, I think mostly everybody made back what they purchased a box for. Um, There were guys who got the Chuck Norris. I'm trying to think of the post you made. The there was, uh, the or Hulk the interns did. The Hulk Hogan was really cool. I didn't realize until someone commented that he signed it Hulkster, which, which he never does.
2: Yeah, so that, I actually out. think, that think that's cool. going to sell for big money. There um, was the Charlie Rain, Sheen, yeah, Rain Wilson, the Dwight from the Office oh, as Dwight Schrute. Yeah, yes. Oh, um, um Daisy the Jedi. Oh Daisy
1: Ridley, yeah from from that and. I, here's what's exciting. I still have four more boxes. Um, so the last
2: four, we're doing on our social this week, or over the next couple of weeks, like Instagram live and crap. Uh, yeah, I actually thought the product was kind of cool. Like it's super niche and a different, but there is a market for it. It was, yeah, I thought it was well, kind of fun.
1: I, I I haven't gotten any negative feedback as far as like guys being, why did you do this? This is dumb. Or anything. like people seemed really excited. Some guys were like, yes, I'm buying this product. So Leaf, if you're listening, uh, we wouldn't mind taking a little off your hands. We'll we'll rip it for you right. I on I can't live. imagine he has any more. I I honestly I'd be surprised too. Yeah, i shocked. I'm reaching out either way. We'll find out. Cool, but yeah, I've got four more. We'll we'll open it. We'll let you guys know with a little more notice next
2: time. Let's too, commit so. right now. When are we doing one box and an Instagram live this week? We have been Just neglecting me. that forever. Just What's night one are we box? doing that? One box and some Q and A and some chatter and nonsense. Tuesday at seven o'clock. Tomorrow at 7 o'clock, the 21st, Jesse, your boy, sports boy, will be ripping. He also said he's probably going to give some of these things away, maybe? A little giveaway thing here to pop oh, up yeah. the- Well, I mean,
1: with your help with shipping, yeah. <laughs> Ever That's- heard of it? So oh, we'll be well. live on
2: our Instagram handle, Sports Cards Nonsense, Tuesday at 7 o'clock Central Time, the only time zone that matters. Cool. All right, guys. So we teased this at the beginning of the show, a little NFT talk. Uh, there's a curry project coming out. I think it releases today, if I'm not mistaken. So David Schwab, he's a. I'm just gonna go with the official title. He is a bigwig for our agency that we work for as well, for Octagon, kind of on the venture side of things, getting into new projects. So David, appreciate you jumping on with us. How you doing, man? Yeah, great. Good to be here, guys. Was that the official yeah. title? Did I get that right. Bigwig, bigwig. Bigwig. Big that's wig, yeah. on the card. Okay, I thought so. Assistant, assistant to the bigwig. So, so what's the deal with the Curry NFT?
0: Yeah. So launches Monday, December twenty, eight p.m. Eastern two thousand nine hundred and seventy four unique art pieces and there's an artist andrea uh, mcdonald who the way she does her art she makes up the physical body of her sketches with certain numbers and words so for uh, ruth bader ginsburg it was descent as an example that made up her whole body for stefan the number two nine seven four is his entire body his hair his fingers his mouthpiece um So She she made four different sketches, one that symbolizes joy, one that's faith, one's his competitive fire, and one that we call splash for how he shoots. Uh, And so there are 2,974 of them.
2: So one for every three-pointer, right? One for
0: every three-pointer. So if you end up with number 30, as an example, it will say uh, the city they played or the team. It'll tell you the date his digital signature will be on it. And then a special moment on 30, it'll say jersey number. And some say 11 three-pointers, some say triple-double, some say birthday game. Um, And then when you get to the final 10, it says nine to go, eight to go, seven to go until you get to the record. So there's 2,974 of those. And for the people that mint them, you're able to buy up to three. So for the X amount of people, max 2974, when you buy it and mint it, you were also gifted a bonus NFT. And there's another gentleman whose name's Floyd Norman. He's 86. He was Walt Disney's uh, first African-American animator and artist hire in 1956. And he has done everything from Sleeping Beauty to Dalmatians to he worked on Sesame Street in year one. I think they just celebrated year 50. And he created... Uh, two storyboards of Stephen's favorite two, uh, three pointers of his life: uh, against Cleveland uh, in the finals over Kevin Love from about thirty feet, and then over Oklahoma City to beat them in overtime, one hundred twenty-one, one hundred eighteen, back game in two thousand sixteen. No, that was that was not a playoff game. That was a February game, overtime oh, okay. game, thirty-eight footer.
2: Um, and Did so you ever created, think we'd be living in a world real quick where we have 86-year-olds and do an NFT art?
0: Is it, <laughs> that's, that's it's pretty it's amazing. It's, it's awesome, right? And, and Stefan just has like, he's got his uh, collaboration with Sesame Street with his curry brand. And the fact that oh, this nice. guy worked on year one, I mean, the coincidence of that is, is awesome. So everyone that, that gets Andrea's, the 2974, one of those is gifted one frame of one of those storyboards. And then we're auctioning three items. We're auctioning the record, 2974, the one that Andre made. And we're also auctioning the full storyboard of Oklahoma City and the full storyboard of Cleveland, which are six frames. So nice. Should be fun. David, I saw that.
1: I I think this is kind of cool because sometimes you think NFT and people just think, oh, they're trying to make money. This is 100% for charity. Is that right?
0: 100%.
1: Nice. Okay, 100%. okay. that's 100%. pretty cool. One hundred percent. I mean,
0: he. It's, this is all Stefan, right? We're we're fortunate to help, and there's SC thirty and the artists and FTX, and there's a lot of people. But his first thought was trying to come up with an idea that commemorated the record, but also did something for the community that's helped him. So uh, it was. It wasn't even a question to him of all the money going to eat, learn, and play, and then also the ones that normally that, that normally the IP holder keeps and gives for marketing he's given them to Davidson coaches, teachers uh, family friends rivals teammates you know so he, he wanted he wanted to celebrate it um, kind of in a cool and different way and hopefully it does great for
2: elearn and play also So I do have a question too so with the NFT from the 2974 is it just a I, I was confused about this is it just a still shot or is it more of like the top shot where it's actually the moment of the shot? It's not the moment of the shot.
0: Okay. Um, so you so the actual NFT will be the still shot, but okay. when you when you get it and when you open it, there's a pretty cool 10 second animation um, that brings brings it to life. But it's not it's not game footage or any of that. Nope.
2: Okay. So he- here's and why I like this too. Oh, I was, I was going to say, So I, I've been pretty critical of the NFT space in general, because I do think a lot of this has been a money grab. And just quite frankly, I just think a lot of it's crap, right? Like we've even had athletes come out and it's like, well, where's the proceeds going? It's like some fancy way of saying to their bank account, which is fine. I, I don't care if people make money. But the fact that people don't put any effort into this has, has, is why I find NFTs irritating. The reason, so Jeremy kind of brought this up to us, our, our agent at Octagon. And he knew my initial take. And that's why he was like, hey, before you crap on it for being an NFT, you got to look into it. And that was my thing. I actually looked into this one. I like the fact that there's only the 20, what is it, 2974. I I like that it's limited like that. It's actually a specific number. It's like, hey, there's just 10,000 for the sake of having 10,000. It's all going to charity. That's cool, too. But just the fact that there's like some art and some actually work being put into this, because I told Jesse some of these moments just coming from the card world, some of these are going to be stupid. Like, for example, a card that's numbered 30 of 30, his jersey number, huge money. Like, jersey number cards have a crazy premium. I have to think, like, number one of these, the minted one, is going to go for a crazy premium. So I actually think Curry did a good job here. I'm also saying this because I want him on the show, but that's fine. (laughs) I also think he just did a good job of, like, I I think this is going to do pretty well in the secondary market, too. Not that that's the reason for it, but I am glad to see. I think this one will actually bring value to the customer, too.
0: Yeah. You know, when, when he talked about, um, thank you. And I, that is a thank you to him for his thought through this. Um, you're going
1: to pass that along to him though. Right. I am. And say that I we am. said that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. No. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I, and even just in broader NFT, what I would say, this is not a step thing. This is for anybody that does NFTs and to the comment about skeptical, if you're the creator of an NFT, the way I would say it, and to bring it back to the card landscape or your world is, you want to be proud of that art that you would physically display it in your living room. And you can physically display it in a traditional frame or in a digital frame, streaming on, you know, stream on a TV or something like that. But that, that's got to be the hallmark. Like you have yep. to be proud of that. And then if it sells, wonderful. And all those other pieces that come with it. But I think if you can start with, are you proud enough to hang this in your own living room? It's a good place to begin.
2: Yeah, and I do. I think these, because of the storyline with it, I, I actually think starts with that. I think it accomplished that. I, I really will be curious to see the market just because when he set the record, like his physical cards went absolutely on fire. We had a record-breaking sale like two days ago as well hmm. because people love him. Everybody loves point guards anyways. Like Everybody's imitating Curry. Like I just have a feeling his market's just going to keep climbing, especially when the playoffs start.
0: I heard, I, I got to digress for a second. Somewhere in New York, I don't even know where it is. Um, and I actually was told this by my son, that there is a youth league right now where they have decided that at the three-point line, any shot outside the three-point line is worth two. And, and inside, any shot inside the three-point line is worth three these kids are shooting 30 footers and they're he changed the
2: yourself. game. He has changed the game of basketball more than anybody else in the history. No question. I don't think ridiculous.
1: That's amazing.
2: David, anything else you want to
1: say about it? We appreciate you coming on. This is a pretty, I mean, like Mike said, I I really like the art on it. I think it's really cool. And one of the ideas we even had is a TV, you know, everybody's talking about like picture frames for, for their cards, but cards, the one thing about cards is they're so small the thing about curry's nft and all these other ones is you could literally just have a frameless tv almost mounted on the wall and that is your picture frame for your nft cards that's what i want to do in our new office space i i think nfts are, are huge do you have any other thoughts on the nft market itself
0: i just think the 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 community value is a benefit if you build one. Some are not built that way. Some are built as a transactional and then it becomes more of a one and done. Um, But, you know, we'll see what the community is here, right? He's not done shooting three-pointers. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to add some more NFTs
1: to this. I mean, when uh, he hits (laughs)
0: 3,000. So, which could be in a week. Um, Yeah, so a Tweety Bird says, hey, you probably wanna hold one of these on Christmas day, right? And so there's, there's that's the fun part of it, and that's when you look at back to all of the NFTs and the ones that do well. You know, what's the game? What's the utility? Why do I want to hold it? How do I build a community? It's pretty interesting, and it's still small. Right? It's 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 such a small uh, size of of the ecosystem, and so I think the big learning for me through all of this is how can people build communities in different ways than they have before. And um, it may end up being a duplication of other communities they've already built, or it may be a completely different you know, sector. So we'll all find that out soon.
2: Nice. Hey, so David, one more time too. So it goes on sale tonight, because Mo- we'll release this podcast later. Uh, tonight, Monday, a- the 20th. 8 p.m.
0: Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Where do people find it? 2974sc.com. 2974sc.com. But if you, if you want to do it, you go to the FTX website ftx.us now because if you're not in crypto or you're not like you still have to go through absolutely and you can pay via credit card you don't have to pay (laughs) awesome uh in crypto but you got to set up thanks you want you want that fair shot at eight
2: o'clock right and what is the price by the way is there just a set price for all of these 4.99
0: except for the three auction ones yep 4.99 which gets you the two one of the 2974 and the bonus one from floyd norman
2: good deal well, hey Dave, we appreciate it. It's David Schwab from Octagon Official, the big wig at Octagon. We did decide yeah, that introduce which I like. like. It when uh, we're there. Appreciate the time, man. And yeah, we're looking forward to see how this thing goes tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. then answer a few short questions about mom and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it.
0: Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
2: Can we do some mailbag and get out of here? I'm going to get out of this bed. What is what wrong with that bed? What kind of that mattress bed? is this? Is this That's Tempur-pedic?
1: a Tempur-Pedic? That is a temper, temper mattress or it's Comfor-Pedic. It's off-brand, but whatever. Granted, I laid in that bed. We, that used to be our main bed. Oh, Every mattress well, means, goes from the main bed to the guest bed at some point. When, you, when you're when you upgrading your mattress, you don't get rid of it. You go to laying the guest. in the old bed? Listen, what bro, ze- you're on my side. I got a nice groove in there. You're basically just like in my groove. What is 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 it? Z- I don't know how to
2: work this massager either.
1: <laughs> oh, did you oh, hit the massage? Bro. Is it vibrating? That's it's a good not. massage. Let's
2: just hit All some questions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you vibing, bro? All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's start with Casey Saint Henry, why, why from, is that
2: one? Why is that one guy in the bed doing the podcast? I <laughs> like a, your show, but guys, I don't trust people <laughs> who lay down to do podcasts, and I, I don't think you should be on the ringer. Are
1: you, are you doing Jim Gaffigan
2: right
1: now? <laughs> <laughs> That's Mike's take on <laughs> someone in bed doing Jim Gaffigan. There uh, you go, people. Um, mailbag, yep. Casey Saint Henry from the Facebook. Are all NF players and especially backup QBs with a start under their belts overpriced right now? The Ravens (laughs) backup looked good, but his contenders optic auto is bonkers right now.
2: Yes. And to answer your question, yes, they are. Yeah. I mean, you see these uh, incremental crazy spikes in price. Yeah. I mean, what's Huntley going to do the rest of the year? In general, I think that's the case. They're they're overpriced based on very momentary spikes. Okay. John Dudley would like to know Will John Dudley top- writes for the newsletter I'd like to know why the newsletter here's a question for him why hasn't the newsletter come out the last few I weeks I don't think that's on him
1: is I th- that on Sean what's going well, on here I haven't heard from Sean in three weeks and is Sean alive granted I haven't called him either so I don't know I just assume he's busy right. um,
2: Not with the granted newsletter. he wasn't
1: getting paid to do it so maybe that's partially uh, granted he was getting-
2: oh yeah we got a sponsor that. okay whatever yeah. that's- <laughs> move along
1: <laughs> Well, tops 2022 series one have a print run that hits one million. Twenty twenty one has been estimated at around six hundred and seventy seven thousand. Thanks, card hobbyist on YouTube. That's where you got that information. Is the wonderlust slash Mania enough to absorb that kind of a print run?
2: No. Not to mention again base cards. What's Acuna, Tatis, Soto? All those guys doing now? Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to make a ton of it. I just don't think you're going to see the type of value. That initially you would think with a product featuring wander for his paper-based rookie so yeah I, I worry about that product series to update all those
1: so tops could be looking at an overprint is what we're concerned about
2: on the paper stuff they always print a lot which is okay but i just think the market is now reacting negatively to that
1: what would you say would be the solution and i know no one has this but i just i'm curious would it be better, like, if you're going to overprint the base, but still have a very small amount of, like, anything non-base?
2: Yeah, but the problem is that the value in those products, like Top Series 1, has always been, okay, you're not going to get a great $300 auto, but you're going to get a bunch of base cards you can grade to kind of piece together value. So, yeah, how do you get around that? I, I You know, I I just think we're kind of in a, in a settling time for base, and it, it's okay. I'm really excited to see what
1: happens out of this, because I'm granted this is a settle settling instead of a crash, which that's great. Which but anything, anytime there's a settling like this, it means there's innovation hopefully to be had. That means we're going to come out of that. But I don't know what that looks like. I'm really excited to see it. Um, Christopher Duff from the Facebook first and most importantly, how were the wings and which topping was the best? Wings were great. Wings were great, Chris. Thank you for asking. Second. How long do you hang on to your sleeve it and stash it in a box, rookies,
2: before dumping them? How does it vary oh, by sport? I, I yeah, I hold forever. I, I yeah. How many would I you say sus- you have? You have a lot. I am suspiciously patient with certain things, like KD stuff that I bought way too high on, some jaw stuff, Kyle Lewis stuff, um, Tua. I'm going to hold on to that stuff for a long time. I just I'm too ignorant to just take the loss on a lot of that stuff. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Like a year or plus years. KD, I bought that a lot a year ago, right right around the first of the year. So would you say you've never gotten rid of anything? No, eventually I cut ties on Otani. That worked out well, idiot. (laughs) So I'll wait until right before they spike and sell them off and cut my losses and then look back with regret. Thanks, (laughs)
1: Chris. That's a good move. Uh, Tim French. Mike, what are your thoughts on the uh, holiday product release? Hot garbage or underrated? on the I holiday. The, I guess like products being re- released around this time. Are, oh, I don't there's know. There's some
2: really nice stuff. Okay. Uh, I mean, Tops Dynasty is awesome. Tops uh, Bowman Draft coming out. Flawless baseballs next week or the weekend. I mean, some, actually, Flawless is Friday. Really nice stuff. Bowman's Best is next week. Uh some of the better releases of the year. The problem is, yeah, it's right around the holiday that a lot of people tie up money with other things. So the market doesn't always react super positively just because of that. But I like the product. It's just bad timing. Uh, Tim had a secondary question:
1: one for Sports Boy. What franchises? Star Wars, couldn't Harry say, Potter, Lord of you the say Rings.
2: One, one for me. Is that what we were? <laughs> one for Sports one, Boy. <laughs> Star
1: Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Do you think these are good investments as far as celebrity cards? I you do. In, in my opinion, some of them, like Star Wars, I think there's enough history um, for Star Wars car, Star Wars cards for there to have already been an audience, uh, a hobby collectors who would want more of them. As far as Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Game of the Thrones, Game of Thrones, I think it's a fairly new marketplace for those franchises specifically. However, I know there are guys out there marketing and selling like Game of Thrones. There's a guy who just messaged me over the weekend about Game of Thrones ones. I, I, I'd never watched the series. I know a lot of people are probably going to be surprised by that. Um, But I, I don't know much about those as far as like, the content of them but the franchises themselves are huge so if the franchise is huge there's probably going to be a buyer i don't know if it would be as big as star wars as far as their celebrity cards go there you go that's my that's my answer boom roasted john dudley is jonathan taylor now front runner for mvp after brady got shut out by the saints i think a substantial portion of the voters must just might refuse to vote for rogers along with is Jonathan Taylor under or overvalued right now?
2: I think we answered the second
1: part of that question.
2: So undervalued short-term, long-term remains to be seen. Uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see like some live Vegas odds. Well, I, now that wish, we know those Vegas be, odds were a week old. Yeah, there's got to be something right. I mean,
1: they were both the, I checked both of them, both the FanDuel and the Vegas ones were a week old. They hadn't updated them yet. So I guess maybe they updated each Tuesday or something.
2: It, that, that, yeah, That Hang on one second.
1: I'm going to look this up. While Mike is looking up a little bit about Vegas odds with Jonathan Taylor, I'm going to go on to another question. Jeff Ng wants to know, who would win in feats of strength, Jesse or Mike? I'm going to go ahead and tell you this, guys. On whatnot the other night, someone said arm wrestle for who gets to open the pack. Mike denied an arm wrestling challenge to me I just said because, in fact, he knew he was going to lose. He oh, knew he would have lost. Okay, That's by the way,
2: this is an hour old um, I don't know what site this is but it just released it was retweeted by ESPN. So, Aaron Rodgers is now the front runner, plus 125, Brady number 2, plus 175, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Mahomes are all at plus 1000.
1: Interesting. Wow. So, it's anybody's game. I would I feel like that there's still chance like if say they have some bad games,
2: the QBs have some bad games, Jonathan Taylor steps in. Possible. I hope so. I mean, the kid deserves it. He has been more valuable. He has been as valuable as anybody in the league. The but the position is not nearly as valuable. It's just the way it is. Guys always protest that, but look at the teams who win championships. They have a great quarterback or at least a quarterback playing great for that period of time. That that's why we don't see it, but he will I think he's an absolute lock for offensive player of the year. Who do you think wins the Super Bowl, honestly? Man, I still I have a weird feeling. It's the Chiefs or the Bucks, One of the two. I just those are the only two quarterbacks I trust in the playoffs. Honestly, I mean, Mahone, everyone gave Mahomes so much crap, but they are doing well. Yeah. Now I he's mean, got the best record in the AFC. They're rolling.
1: And yet his pricing has not jumped back yet. That's something that's something for another show. Yeah. Same I mean, for the
2: show, Jesse. Same
1: for the show. Timothy Lake. Back to mailbag. I have widely heard the 86 Fleer. Michael Jordan rookie is the marquee of the sports card industry. When did this start and why? What are other cards that could take its place eventually? Brady, Mahomes, LeBron, Curry, question mark?
2: Yeah, I mean, the 52 mantle, I would say, is already as prestigious, if not more. Um, I'm trying to think of other cards that have that sort of prestige. The Brady contenders, but that's a totally different value, too, at that point. You're talking even bigger money uh, for, for gem mints, especially. Yeah, the Brady contenders is there. The Brady Bowman chrome, the Topps chrome. Uh, LeBron is is on that level not in terms of actual dollar dollar value but iconic cards um, the Trout Bowman chrome of uh, his Bowman chrome prospect auto is there yeah i mean i think there's there's a number i don't, I don't know that the Jordan is the most prestigious but it's probably the most recognized I, well, that's what brand. I think he's saying.
1: Is like, it's the yeah. marquee, basically
2: just like the the icon of the sports card industry. Which I mean, I, think, I would argue the I would argue 8-9 Upper Deck Griffey, although way, way lower priced, is probably as iconic, if not more, than the Jordan.
1: I would disagree. I think the Jordan is, but that's okay.
2: Yeah, especially because baseball's, in general, still way more collected than basketball, and that card is so attainable as opposed to the Jordan. Yeah, if I had to pick one card, like, hey, what kind of sum? I, I think the Griffey's as recognizable and as much a marquee card as anything.
1: Uh Kenneth Griffin from the Facebook, look into your crystal ball boys. Who are the NBA hobby leaders, active players, only edition only edition in five years? Hobby NBA hobby leaders active players only edition in five years.
2: Okay. So which guys I, I mean I honestly think Lamello and Anthony Edwards are right there. Um you know, I I still think Jay, Jason Tatum, just because of how he's progressed, I think is the type of guy who in five years could be the top. Plus, you know, quite frankly, in five years in the NBA, how many of the top 10 guys are out of the league or, or on their last legs? I Durant, think Trey. And fi- yeah, Trey's there. Trey and Luka for sure. But like LeBron's done in five years, I would, I would imagine. Durant, close to his last legs. Giannis, because he's so crazy explosive and athletic, still going to be one of the best. But in five years, does he still have? I, I, you start to wonder. Um, joker i think is another guy in five years is probably still at the top of the league hmm.
1: that'll be interesting mm. to see i don't know about that i feel like joker is I, I feel like he's due for a big injury i could be wrong why would you not, say that i'm not wrong i know all these things why would you i will, we'll find out rob huckins uh greetings gentlemen how do nfts work with regard to grading are these a guaranteed gym meant because they're digital or is this a false assumption no, it is not a false assumption.
2: I didn't understand this question. You pointed this one out before. I, how would you go about grading an NFT?
1: I think it's it, just a good... I mean, if he's new, I, brand new to it, he doesn't know. That's that's fair. But yeah, it, at this how point do you, in time... How would, you,
2: how would you go about grading a digital
1: item? It, it would be a completely different grading service. I mean, you could grade a picture, like you can grade a card. Uh, granted, there's not like going to be dimples or anything like that, but if... Somebody decided, hey, we're going all in on the card market, NFT world, and we're going to set a randomizer to where not all cards are perfect. You could do it so that it adds a little bit more value to the ones that are. But at this point, Rob, no one's doing that. All of them are considered gym. I guess guess maybe that's
2: not the worst idea then. I I never thought of it like that. Well, Um, think about it like that. What do you think think about about it?
1: You know, we're going to have at this point, everybody will have heard our interview with the NFT guy. Um, What did you think about my idea with David about the TV in the office space displaying instead of having, you know, like we we're doing like the whole uh, promotion for it? It's displayable. Those display frames for your cards, your graded cards. I think those are cool. But NFTs, I think what's the real cool thing about those is everybody wants to put your card on display. But they are, no matter what you do for them, they are still small pictures. In NFT, you can basically blow it up to as big as your TV screen is. And if we put like one up and down, like a a vertical TV, frameless, I think that would look really cool in there, just displaying any cool NFT
2: cards. My only Michael? thought of this whole idea was who's paying for the TV. Oh, my God. We'll split it as usual. I don't usual. think it's a bad idea, though, but yeah. All right, oh next. Steve actually said he might be selling their frameless TV.
1: Oh, they did. I know that he mentioned they were moving TVs. I didn't know he was selling it. Actually, yeah, we need a, we'll we we'll talk to him about buying that. That would work. Um, Crane Lemon. Where do you see overhyped players like LaMelo in the future? Do you feel like he's overhyped? Crane let's, Lemon. L- like, like, let's say, hypothetically, someone hit a LaMelo one-on-one downtown on Geo Breaks Friday night. Grade and sell ASAP or hold? Again, hypothetical here.
2: I got a feeling Crane may have pulled a Lamella one in one on I don't Geo know breaks it, Friday. But night. Eddie, Eddie did pull the downtown. It had to one of them sold last week for fifteen thousand uh, dollars. Also, Eddie's just came back. He hit one in a personal box at his sh- at his card shop. It PSA ten. Oh, probably worth twenty to thirty grand. It's stupid oh, nice. Holy moly! Um, here is the thing. I don't know that he's overhyped. He's played really, really well, and he's a kid, and he looks good, and he has his team winning games. Um, but that card in particular, yeah, I'd still sell that card tomorrow. I'd grade it and sell it ASAP.
1: Uh, Chris Thomas with Redemptions, is it better to sell it unredeemed or redeem it, wait for it to arrive? And if it's worthy of grading, grade it and then sell it.
2: Yeah, that's the way to go. If you can. Now, some guys, though, are synonymous with not signing for months and months. So do a little research on the player. Does he have other cards that were Redemptions that are now live? He's actually signing. So, you know, the weight isn't going to be extreme. But if you're trying to maximize your money, redeem the card yourself and sell it as a real card. It'll always outsell the redemption. Nice. Uh, Three more questions.
1: Yeah, go. Nat Thorpe. Mike, do you think that Steph Curry is undervalued at this point, considering his accomplishments thus far, compared to the values of new players that are totally unproven or uh, the potential of rookies?
2: It's hard to make the argument. I I think he's undervalued, yes. You can't compare it to new stuff because the hype around new stuff is just a whole other world. You know, but yeah, historically, look at what he's done. I compare him more to guys like LeBron, KD, Harden, you know, kind of his contemporaries. Harden doesn't probably belong in that discussion. Giannis. Yeah, I actually do think he's a little undervalued. And especially if he goes on one more run, I just think it gets crazy. Uh,
1: Michael Provost, when selling a couple hundred dollar card on eBay, do you think it's better to start it at a dollar or go to, say, a hundred dollars
2: for opening bid? always a dollar you get way more eyes to start always. I also
1: think what ha- helps with that is like when I see there are more bids on something yep. it kind of helps me to want to get involved more and I feel like it's more legit versus yeah. like oh there's a hundred dollar bid on this card and
2: there's only one bid We're, right I you get more bid watchers bid more bidders yeah more activity I always start at low
1: alright last card from Mark oh man I've last, been so good with pronouncing card or names last
2: question do you want to do last question I said what I said
1: I refuse to acknowledge my mistakes. I am who I am. I said what I said. Mark, nobody but sports boy. In the corner. J Austria. J Austria. <laughs> it's, I did so <laughs> well, Mark. The, the movement in your Dirt. face, though. Oh, God. oh I'm excited for people when they can actually see. It. I'm excited um, to do this
2: live in a studio together because then I'll be able to really just <laughs> react and laugh right in your face when you're.
1: Trying to read this I I I'm almost uh, nervous about it because. I hear you sigh so many times, but I know I'm only hearing like half of the sighs. Oh, like you that, are going to sigh every half, single half time. Half is a it. low
2: <laughs> estimate, my friend.
1: <laughs> You're doing All so right, good. today. Mark. Oh man, see, this is what I like. This is we're we're grooving now, and of course it's the end of the episode. We're vibing. We're vibing so hard. We're vibing. Mark, any rumblings of fanatics, panini, or tops, or I'm sorry, if panatics Fanatics, Penny Tops will make a bid to take over Upper Deck NHL and golf products. I mean, I I'm don't think heard we've anything heard anything official about that.
2: that. Yeah, I haven't heard anything official. I have no clue. Nope. Have you ever heard anything unofficial? That's the real nope. question.
1: All right, Nothing. Well, sorry, Mark. Well, Mark, sorry for the letdown. Kind of a bummer. We butcher um, your name and then we don't answer your question. <laughs> good talk, Mark. Sorry, Mark, ask another question next time and please spell your name phonetically so I don't butcher it. I really appreciate Boom. it.
2: That's our show. So that's Mailbag. That's the whole show. We get the NFT segment. Ronix is going to masterfully produce that thing and shove it in right before Mailbag, I think. Uh, we kept it short, so if you don't like NFTs, I still think you should have... Li- well, at this point, you would have listened, so whatever.
1: Steph Curry could be coming on. I mean, I don't want to say he is 100%, but he is probably like 99%. I'm just going to
2: tell you. I was told after the season because we're going to maybe help this guy out. He helps you out. Five Scratch my with back restrictions. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Ringer <laughs> Podcast Network. We are sports cards nonsense. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. We can say it in the right order. We'll be back on Thursday. We'll hit the, the hobby myths thing on Thursday and a couple other things too.
1: I but, yeah. enjoy that. Um, don't forget, guys, it is the end of the year. Anybody who's given end of the year presents of very kind. We have a lot of promo codes. Go to sportscardsnonsense.com forward slash services. You'll find all the guys that we work with in all the promo codes. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if someone offers a promo code, it's probably nonsense unless you're getting a display... For your PSA, SGC, BGS, or magnetic cards. And that is at, is, it's displayable. And the promo code is SCN. There you go.
2: Cool. And also on the website, card services. If you're looking to grade a card, uh, we've got graders on there. We have uh, card shops, Geo Breaks, of course, my, my break spot where I work with uh, Eddie. I work for Eddie, excuse me. Uh, we've got some consigners, uh, PC sports cards, and five-star seller so every time, dude, it's five star cards for goodness sake. Star, why do you so, say five cards, seller, dude? His last name's seller. I don't know. <laughs> so there you go. If you need, if you need help with your card crap, make sure you check out the website and the Facebook group. We will be live on Instagram tomorrow night. According to the sports boy, ripping his box. Having 7 p.m. Fun. Central time. Boom. Roasted. See you Thursday. Bye. Bye.